0: Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and wellness, and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is the stress working parents experience when their kids are on holiday and we're going to explore what to do about it. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or my Instagram account at georginahudson.coach Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? This article is dedicated to all the parents and or caregivers who have to reconcile work with their children's summer or winter break. Children look forward to their very well-deserved rest. It is either very hot or very cold, they have passed their exams, and they finally want to feel free. As parents, however, we can experience a lot of stress because we love our children and we want them to reset and have fun, but we may not have as much energy or free time to be with them. We may feel overwhelmed when we see that our children don't have much to do, or when they feel bored or when they are plugged into technology and it is chaotic and they lack a routine. And I'm not surprised when I see parents that faced with this scenario keep their children busy, busy, busy with summer or winter camps, vacation schools and an array of different pastimes. And this is not bad at all if your children enjoy that. But what happens if you have children like mine? who don't like summer or winter camps? What can you do? What happens when your children feel so tired after the school year or semester and they want to feel more relaxed and obligation-free? I feel that the first thing parents and caregivers have to work on is guilt, and this is a big one for me. The guilt that arises from wanting to be with our children but not being able to do so, or the guilt that arises when we need to work, but we end up relegating it in the pursuit of entertaining our children. So, to tackle this, it's imperative to tap on our essential goodness. And I am touching my chest here, putting both hands on my heart chakra. Uh, This is a core concept from yoga that I find liberating. So let's open to the idea that we are doing our best because our intentions are always good, especially when it comes to our kids. And unless we do that, we will feel that we are failing and we will end up whipping ourselves, whipping, 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 which is an extremely toxic pattern and we need to break it. Our children need to witness that we are emotionally healthy parents. And also, think about this, if we are irritated by their demands or the frustration of not being able to work or not being able to be with them, we are likely to respond badly or ignore them completely, causing them discomfort and invalidating them. And that is not what we want to do, right? It is so much more positive to pause for a few minutes during our working day for our children to know that we love them, that we are balancing our obligations with the desire to have fun with them and that we will leave everything aside to be with them as soon as it is humanly possible. I've always asked my children a very simple question that has word like magic, and it is What would you like us to do when I'm done with work today? These words are such a balm, because when children have the whole day ahead of them and they don't know what to do with their free time, you are giving them a shared objective. And with my children, what happened was that once uh, they knew they were going to do something with us, they filled out their day very easily until we could leave the house. I have a pre-adolescent and a teenager, so both are more independent than a few years ago and than many of your children, I'm sure, and they manage to entertain themselves on their own or with their friends. They both like to draw and they are very artistic, so it so they do art with different materials and apps. And I'm going to come to a topic of apps in a moment. Both children are very sociable. They both talk and play a lot with their friends in person and online. Let me tell you, raising my children in this digital age is a constant struggle and negotiation about how they will use their screens, how much time their digital tasks will require, how and with whom. I pay a lot of attention to what they are doing when I see them online. If you see your children online, you can do the same. If they spend a reasonable amount of time between shared games with their friends and some educational platform or app, I try to relax. To be honest. And I am telling you my personal story because I believe that most parents looking for children activities outside the house fear two things. First, that their children will interrupt them and they are not going to be able to do their work. And two, that their kids will spend most of their time scrolling through their mobiles, tablets and computers. There's another thing too. Our children sometimes ask us, what can I do? I feel so bored. I don't have anything to do. And the thing is that what they perceive as boredom may actually be loneliness and disconnection from the family and friends. So that is the perfect time to hug them and talk about their possibilities for a few minutes, literally. Until they come down. Sometimes it's, it's just a question of inviting them to share the space where you are. Some other times they need to brainstorm ways to be closer to the people they love, for example. That is why when we overload our kids with tasks, they will interpret or understand that they can only feel entertained by external stimuli. And if we do that, we're going to take away from them their ability to dive in and discover who they are, what they need, and want to express, and how to manage themselves. Of course, we can always offer our support for all the things I'm talking about, especially if your children are young. From a practical point of view, we can do several things. I listed seven in my draft first. We can prioritize our tasks to have more time with our children. They are not on vacation all year round. And it is a unique possibility to bond with them. Uh, Our children are usually very busy with school and tasks and uh, exams, etc. And we are busy too. And they grow so quickly. Let me tell you, I got this beautiful adolescence. And sometimes I look back... And I say, what a shame, I could have spent so much time with them. Anywho. Number two, set boundaries. If we explain to our children that between such and such times we are going to work and then we will play or go out with them, they will understand. Children always do. If they forget because they are young and impatient and they interrupt us, we must calmly remind them of what we said. Then, Talk to your children. Find out what their interests and dreams are and what would benefit them. Children have many inner resources and we have to help them unleash that potential. Four, practice self-compassion. We may not be able to keep up with work like when the kids are at school or we may not be the fun parents we'd like to be, but whatever the case, treat yourself with the same love and compassion, you would treat someone you love. Five, provide the resources for them to have fun. Our parents, and I was born a long time ago in 1976, but my parents always said to me that getting bored was an excellent way to force me to be creative and they weren't wrong because I remember looking at the ceiling or, you know, feeling extremely cut off and, you know, bored. And then suddenly I started playing with all my dolls who suddenly became my students and or I danced, you know, to the music that I liked or, you know, I pretended to be a reporter or oh, I remember many things. But today I partially support that idea. We must help our children do what they like. If they like to paint, let's get them the materials. Let's buy the colors Let's buy the pencils, let's buy the paint, whatever. If they like to create, let's find items for them to create. If they like to read, let's buy a book or let's... We don't even need to spend a lot of money. We can buy, you know, already used books, secondhand books, you know, but let's do something for them to unleash that potential. 6. Establish routines for your children, because this will give a frame to what they do every day. In the mornings, my children put away the dishes from the night before. They tidy up their room and they take out our dog for a walk. We have lunch and dinner together. They set the table and clear it. That is like something very simple, but believe me, They know they have to do that day after day. And then inside that frame, they paint the painting in the way they want to. They call their friends or, you know, they wait for me and we go out. But, you know. And seven, get out of the house. If possible, organize your tasks in order to go out with your children for a while. It doesn't have to be a long, long time. You can even run errands together and then have something to drink or an ice cream. Uh, you can also go to the square, the pool or the beach if you have a little bit more time. I live in Barcelona and if you are living near the beach like me, you don't even need a lot of time to go to the beach. You know, it's I am 10 minutes away from the beach, so, you know... <laughs> it is so beautiful because it's such a reset time for everybody to share those activities. And what I would like to emphasize before I round off is that our children need to be seen. They need to feel that they belong to our tribe and to their friends groups. They need to know that they have our company, understanding and unconditional support. With our help, our children can learn to self regulate, to find ways to have fun, to build bridges with their friends, to explore new skills, and to strengthen their social emotional intelligence. So, I hope this article or podcast has helped you. If you know anyone who can benefit from this, forward this to them and invite them to subscribe. Remember that in this way we can help each other to feel better, and this is the whole point of this podcast we also appreciate your recommendation and evaluation on any of the platforms you are listening to us because this makes us more visible and thank you because we are allowed and inspires us to keep offering this free material week after week until next week and I'm sending you a big hug